What does true wellness mean to you? I'm Claudia Cometa, and that is the question I will be leading with in the Minding Wellness podcast. Each and every week, I will bring you experts who will share their personal wellness journeys and their insights into what it means to mind our wellness. Health is a state of body. Wellness is a state of being. Let's dive into improving our state of being. Welcome back, podcast friends and family. I am so excited to be back here with you. I know it's been a couple weeks and it will likely continue to be at about this frequency that I post new episodes. And that's because I'm going to be super intentional about the guests that I bring on, the value that they bring, and also being really cognizant of the time that I have to be able to dedicate to this podcast. So with that being said, I'm super excited to bring on Joanne Giardini-Russell today. Joanne owns and operates a family insurance agency that specializes in Medicare. Medicare can be a stressful process for so many people. She and her team have created a system to navigate people into the Medicare insurance system. They put you into the right Medicare products for your lives and your specific situation. Giardini Medicare is located in Michigan, but they can work with people in a number of of states and Joanne specifically has let me know that she does help people in Florida, which is where I'm located. And a lot of you are located as well. So I wanted to bring you a Medicare 101 talk today. And that might seem less than exciting to some of you, but it's so necessary to have this resource to come back to if you or a loved one and many of us are maybe in the sandwich generation where we have aging parents and we also have kids. And sometimes it's nice to just have a very simplified version of what Medicare is and how to navigate it and then who to contact when we need help. So I hope that you find this a helpful resource, whether you need it now or you might need it in the future. That's the lovely thing about podcasts is it will be here when you need it. So please help me welcome Joanne. All right. I'm so excited. Two weeks in a row, I get to be with another Italian. I have Joanne Giardini Russell with me today, and I'm so thrilled because we have not on this podcast yet covered Medicare. And before you run away thinking that's going to be boring, we are going to make this as exciting as possible and as easy as possible. So it is not complicated like the medical system likes to do to us. So thanks for being here today, Joanne. Oh, my pleasure. Super fun. Great to meet you, Claudia. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with the question I ask all of my guests, which is what does true wellness mean to you? Well, you know, my first thing that comes to mind is, is there's two components. Truly. I think there's mental wellness. And then I think there's physical wellness. And I, it was funny. I went to um, Florida, your home state, um, back in March. And I came back feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm just out of shape. And I committed to that point in time to the, the Peloton app. And I've gotten so hooked on this silly Peloton app. So I'm kind of like back to running and kind of a, a, you know, a freak with that stuff. So, and I feel really good though. I've really, I, you know, I'm kind of watching all this stuff and my resting heartbeat. So there's, there's that part. So now my body kind of feels good, but, um, I think the other part of that we're, we're forgetting and in today's world, I think it's super important too, is the, is the mental wellness of things. It's, um, stress and trying to keep stress reduced. Medicare as is, is crazy as that sounds is a, a huge, what I always tell people, what our firm, you know, we go with is like, look, we're here to reduce the stress of Medicare because people really get really nerved up with, with Medicare and things like that. So 
you know, relating mental health and wellness and, um, you know, finding, finding people, this sounds crazy. It's kind of leading into the podcast, but it's just finding your way that you're not stressed, you know, find that way to, whether it's, you know, um, using your services or our services or somebody else, you have to find a way to kind of, kind of, you know what I mean? Get that, that wellness component of your brain, because it just shouldn't be that traumatic for people. So I think there's just two different pieces of wellness for sure. Yes. I love that. And I absolutely do know what you're saying. I am always looking for ways to maintain and sustain my own peace. And um, of course we're doing that for our clients all the time and shout out to Peloton, even though they're like <laughs> not a sponsor of mine, but shout, I love the Peloton app and I, I do love too. it for many of the reasons that you just mentioned. I do think there are great workouts, but I do think they are so attentive to um, the mind and spirit component. Obviously yeah. they do have meditations on there, but also they do. they're very intentional about their instructors and their energy. Yes. And so I, yeah, absolutely. I, when, I when, got hooked. I got yes. hooked and I'm still hooked and I ordered the bike and I have the shoes. Yes. <laughs> crazy. Now I'm just... turning into a biker. <laughs> yeah, we're just fun. all walking around as Peloton ambassadors for free. It's <laughs> it's an amazing, it's an amazing, like, you know, little group to be a part of. Yeah. Yes. I love I it. I had no idea in, in March. I had no idea what I was in for, but it's kind of cool. So it is, yeah. but, and that, that has tied into it. Just, I have my routine now. And so then I have to, you know, just, I have to focus on my day too. And then the rest of my day is truly just helping people de-stress in the Medicare, um, business of, of their lives too. So I take that and, um, super important stuff it really, really is. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All right. Let's dive into your background. So one might be mm-hmm. asking, how does one become mm-hmm. so passionate about Medicare? So talk us through some of your background and what led you to the work that you're doing now. Yeah, it was, it was interesting in that, uh, I'm 56 now. And when I, um, was introduced to Medicare, it was, um, about seven years ago now, six or seven years ago. And what happened was I have two parents that are very healthy. Um, they're now 80 and 77 and they're, you know, hiking Yellowstone and they're just, they're active and, um, I, God bless. I hope they always stay that way. Um, but I never had a need to understand, you know, I'm the oldest child. I just, I have two healthy parents. I didn't understand. I didn't know Medicare at all, but what was crazy was I was, um, in the financial kind of world community, um, really insurance, the, the insurance part of the financial industry. My, I have a background of insurance all the way back to age 22 when I graduated from Michigan state. So, um, so here I am sitting in this, you know, the firm I'm with, and it was a, you know, a 20 person firm here in Michigan. And my oldest son was going to be a doctor and he had uh, gone all the way to the MCAT material and he was going to do this and that. And then he calls me one day and he goes, I don't want to be a doctor. I'm like, well, what are you going to do now? So, Based on that, he kind of thought it would be kind of cool to be um, in the OR, like with striker holding knees or something like that. He just, he's very health oriented, um, technical, all that kind of stuff. So um, at the time, again, I didn't know anything about Medicare, but I kind of threw him to some Medicare people uh, in terms of getting a job because he needed some sales experience. So I said, well, go do that and go figure it out. And if you can figure that out, God love you. Cause that's kind of crazy from what I knew, the little I knew about Medicare. And anyway, he came back to me pretty fast and he's like, do you know how complicated and crazy this stuff is? And I just, I really had no idea. I'm like, well, what do you mean? So we're a very, um, inquisitive, curious family. So he and I really dove into Medicare immediately. And I went back to that office and I just said, I am just amazed. So again, this is me going back to the financial field and just saying, I cannot believe that nobody helps with this kind of stuff, you know, financial planners, if you will, they talk about healthcare products. They talk about long-term care. They talk about, you know, let's factor in how much money you're going to need for this and this and this, but nobody really did the 
you know, hey, do I need Medicare? Should I get it? Do I, do I, what do I enroll in? How do I enroll? What do, do I have to go to an office? Do I have to do it online? All of that stuff. So we were instantly just blown away that you've got, again, this whole piece that's just not connected to the financial industry. So now when I go out and do seminars or, you know, talking, it's just like, do you, you know, you think you're, do you think of your financial planner as a resource for Medicare? Nobody does. And I just think that is so backwards. I do think it's changing. I think we're trying to push that envelope all the time and get the financial people to kind of expose Medicare to their clients. But that was how I got into it. And so then it grew into it just kept growing and growing, snowballing in terms of um, hiring agents. And my kids now work with me. So now we really have a family agency. It's called Giardini Medicare. It's here in Michigan. Um, three of my adult kids are now agents. And then we've got four others and then a customer service team and things like that. So it just keeps evolving. Um, but I was the first person to tell you, like, I had no clue this whole world existed. And that's, it's baffling even to this day. <laughs> I so love it. I love it. I love that this is a family gig. I also yeah. love that your oldest son who was on track to become a doctor decided yeah. he, he did it. I think it's fantastic. I mean, not that that's the point of this conversation, but I right. want to point that out because I think it's so important for our kids these days to, yeah. to, to really be self-aware of, okay, I know it was on this track, but it's also very self self-imposed for me to continue if I don't want to. So I'm just not going to, and it, it's not yes. a good fit. And that is fantastic and liberating and uh, more people need to hear about that. So I want to point no, it's great. He interviewed some doctors and every, and they all told him like, I think five out of five. So would you, you know, would you do this career again? They all said, no, no. I mean, well, my husband's a physician and you can oh, add him there to you the go. list. Just add him, even though he didn't interview. Wow. Him. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a but thing. that is big. That is big. So he pivoted and then, and then go find your strengths. And he, he has offered more to this world via his, his Medicare knowledge truly and impacted more people than he probably could as a doctor. And he realized that pretty quickly. So that's kind of cool. So now he's 28. He's my right arm to, to all of what I do at the agency and stuff. He's fantastic and really good at what he does. So that's how we got it. here. Yeah. I love it. Way yeah. to start a family business. I think that's yeah. so fantastic. Super All right. Fun. And wonderful that your parents are healthy and active. I love that too. Yes. So I wanted to point out those fun things. Okay. Yeah. Now you say you're um, hell bent on simplifying. And I absolutely love that little phrase <laughs> because oftentimes I have said on this podcast, we are in the business, mm -hmm. even if not intentionally in healthcare of over complicating right. everything. Yes. I don't know why we have to do that. So I love the approaches of making things simple. So we're going to start mm -hmm. out like really okay. elementary <laughs> and, I, and I'm so happy that you're okay with that. So yes. let's just start out with the very, very basic. So tell us what is Medicare and who is eligible for Medicare? Perfect. So, and I, I go through this in my seminars when we do a lot of online kind of stuff, but it's um, what is Medicare? And I start with the fact that it's just healthcare. It's just, that's all it is. It's health insurance. And just the fact that it's offered through the federal government, it, it just, that's what tends to make people stressed. <laughs> and it's just, it's just funny. It's like, well, then think of it like Blue Cross. Think of it, pretend it's United Healthcare, whatever. It's just insurance. And that is all it is. Now, it comes in two parts. So that's where it starts immediately to get confusing. There's part A, which is a hospital portion of your coverage. Typically it's free for people. And then there's part B coverage, which is going to cost you something every month for your coverage. But again, you're just buying health insurance through the government. So therefore you're going to pay at least 148.50 per month for that insurance coverage if you need it. And that's something we can talk through too. A lot of people don't need it at 65 years old. A lot of people do need it at 65, but you're buying, you're basically buying coverage through the government. Um, it's going to cover everything you think of today as your coverage, you know, doctor's offices, CAT scans, chemotherapy, you know, wheelchairs, everything like that. So it's just insurance. Now 
the people that are eligible for this coverage are when you turn 65, you're automatically eligible. Now, I'm not going to get into things like green cards and how many years you've worked here and things like that, but um, you're typically going to be eligible at age 65 for the coverage, or you've been disabled and let's say you're 60 and now you've been on social security disability payments for two years, then you're going to be awarded Medicare as well. A um, couple medical conditions, there's AL, ALS and uh, end-stage renal disease, that those are two conditions that you're fast-tracked over to the Medicare system. Um, but generally most of our, you know, our calls every day are, Hey, I'm turning 65 in February. What do I have to do? That kind of thing. But the biggest thing is just assessing when you get to that position, if you're literally a February birthday and you're coming up to age 65, so much of Medicare just needs to be um, like the, the decision about it is you stop right there is do you need it? So that's a whole other um, kind of, you know, getting it down to the core basics of, of things like that. So I can go right into that if you want, or you want to poke around and ask me the question, but Medicare is just insurance. Perfect. I love it. I love it. And I do think that the fact that it is um, government based is it, yeah. that somehow puts another layer of stress on it that doesn't need to be. And so totally. I love the like, okay, just don't think of it that way then just think it's a, right. it's a private thing to think of it however right. you want to think of it, but it's insurance. Okay. Fantastic. Right. Yep. So you've got a lot of people reaching out to you, or you're at least trying to get the word out that these are the times to start considering you're nearing your 65th birthday. Um, what are some considerations people need to think about as they approach their 65th birthday and how far in advance of the 65th birthday should they start thinking about this? Oh, I love the latter part of that because it's so funny. So we get people literally a year ahead from now, they'll call and like, I'm turning 65 in October of 2022. <laughs> like, well, you, you can't even do anything. So don't stress about it that far in advance. I understand there's preparers and there's planners and engineer types and all that. That's, that's fine. You just can't do anything yet. So you're just kind of making yourself um, really panic over nothing. Now, a great example of a conversation I had this morning, our phone line was, was really ringing. I picked up one of the calls and it was a gentleman from uh, West Virginia. And he said, I'm turning 65 in December. And I said, well, let's stop right there. Are you retired? Are you working? Tell me what's going on. Basically it's, it's the what's going on conversation. So he said, well, I've been retired for five years. Okay. Well, where's your, where's your insurance been for the last five years? Now that you're turning 65, what's, what's going on? So he said, I have coverage through my wife, who was a school teacher, like, boom. So in my mind, that's all I needed to know. And I said, well, okay. School teachers very, very often will have really good retiree coverage. If she's worked there a long time, which she has, then he very likely could be covered still on the school system coverage for the rest of his life. I said, do you, do you know if you qualify for anything? He's like, well, that's a real darn good question. <laughs> I said, well, that's where we got to start. I can't help you until you know what you're eligible for. Right. And so many people make that really basic, basic mistake. It's just, you know, how can you compare options when you don't know what you're eligible for? Right. So it's always find out what your options are. So he went off, he's going off to figure out, you know, ask his wife or call whatever he's got to do to figure that out. But that's one of the biggest things. So there's just, there's so many different, um, like our, ours, we get our little list in our heads of, um, you know, are you on marketplace coverage? Well then, yeah, you got to go to Medicare automatically, or, you know, do you have, um, are you working? Now, a lot of people are still working at 65 years old. Do you have to do Medicare? No, the answer is no. So, so much of Medicare is just that whole Again, you've got the government connection, which makes people worry. You've got friends and family and the media and Joe Namath commercials on TV. And everybody's just sort of pushing you and acting like you got to do this or you got to do that. And, and it's stressful. And even if they don't have to do anything, they're really stressed. Even though if I say you don't, you shouldn't do a darn thing. They're just, they're just 
they can't, they almost can't believe me. <laughs> you know, and they just, are you sure I'm going to be okay? Like I'm positive you're going to be okay. So, um, it's a really bizarre product. It really, really is. It's weird. It's just more psychological than most insurance. And, you know, again, you combine that with people are aging and people are worried about a sickness and people are ill or people are, you know, it's just, there's so many weird components to Medicare, but, um, but that's your starting point is, Hey, what do I qualify for right now at, at 65 years old? Do I have to do anything? And you just have to find out if you have to, or if you don't have to, and then kind of work, work, work with that. And the only way you can do that, in my opinion, is truly find a good, a good broker that knows Medicare. Don't listen to your friends. Don't listen to all the garbage you read. Don't listen to Joe Namath, all that kind of stuff. Um, your friends don't know what you should be doing. Your friends take different medication that you should be doing, things like that. So um, it's tough, but you got to stop and just say, peel down to the basics of, do I even have to do this? Yes. I love that. And I love that people like you exist because, uh, going to, you know, medicare.gov and uh, although I think they, you know, try to do a decent job of, um, right. of trying to, to break things down, it's so much easier to just right. talk this through with than to try to find the FAQ that fits your exact yeah. situation. And so I love that, that you're around. Okay. So yep, you it's don't 10 minutes, it is 10 minutes. So we're trying to actually do, do on our site, build a decision tree. A pretty oh, a complex great. one, but just like, Hey, if you go here, go, here's the answer. If you go here, there's the answer. And, and it can't be a hundred percent, but if we can right. capture 90%, awesome. Just to I help that. Yep. Okay. So I think, and we'll talk about some of the common mistakes and misconceptions, but I think the first is one that you just mentioned, which is if you are turning 65 and you already have, and you're like, you're still working and you have coverage, you don't have to enroll in Medicare. Is that correct? Kind of, sort of, of course, because it's okay. Medicare, right? Yeah. So generically, if you, if you're working for the, if your employer has over 20 employees, then you do not have to go sign up for Medicare. And this could be your employer, or it could be your spouse's employer, wherever you have your insurance through. So if you're on your spouse's plan and her or his employer has over 20 people, you are fine. You can defer Medicare part B. Um, you can even not enroll in part A if you don't want to, um, the only time somebody's actually enrolled into Medicare A and B automatically is if they're collecting social security prior to their being 65 years old. Um, that happens sometimes, not all the time, but if it does happen, they're going to be automatically enrolled. It doesn't mean you have to keep Medicare either though. It means you can give it back. You can give part B back, but part B is the one always remember part B is the one you're going to pay for. So if you accidentally enroll and you just, you know, with social security and you just kept it and you start, you know, you start paying for it. You don't even realize you're paying for it. Um, that's a mistake. So people shouldn't make that mistake, but, but on the flip side, if you're, I just talked to a lady a couple hours ago who was, um, uh, an employed with a nonprofit and there's only four people on the medical plan. Well, because there's only four employees and that's the total of employees, she has to do Medicare. So she's an automatic, you have to do Medicare, but she was a little unique because her employer is paying hundred percent of her insurance premiums too. So I said, well, just do Medicare only and don't do, don't, don't buy anything else because they're paying for your insurance. So you can see, it's just, there's not any automatic it's mm -hmm. again, it's doing a 10 minute kind of a triage situation with a broker that just knows what they're talking about, you know, and just, that's it. It's our triage thing. So for her, I said, here, you do one thing and her husband has to do something else. But, um, Generally, if you're working and again, your employer is over 20 people, which is a lots and lots and lots of people, you do not have to go get Medicare Part B and you will not be penalized down the road. That's a huge thing. People worry about penalty. Mm. 
really good information and really great examples of real life scenarios that I'm sure many of the listeners can find themselves or their loved ones in. So let's, um, before we get into Medigap and Medicare um, Advantage, let's talk about um, maybe some more and possibly in the form of examples, uh, common mistakes and misconceptions. I'm sure you are hearing similarities as people call you of things that they've been told to do or did, and then realize that that either hurt them or, or, you know, kept them from doing something better. So what are some of those common mistakes and misconceptions? Yeah. Common mistakes are just getting part B because they thought they had to. So their friend scares them into it, or they read something or they heard it or whatever. And then they just go off and get part B for no reason. And then again, they're paying extra. I had a doctor once who, who, um, he said, I'm just going to sign up for part B. And I'm like, well, why? Cause he was working. He's got, he's a high income person. So the more you pay, the more you uh, make with, with Medicare, the more you want to pay in premiums. So he was paying all this. He had, you know, two or three, even adult kids on his plan. He's going to work five more years. And I'm like, why would you sign up for Medicare then? He goes, cause I have to. And I said, no, you don't. He was going to add $500 a month to his, his world for no reason. Right. And we've met doctors that did that 20 years ago. They've been on Medicare. Wait, it's just, it's just crazy. And he said, well, someone told me 15 years ago, I had to, and talk about a mistake. You got a financial mistake. You got a coverage mistake. Um, just lots of things like that. So there's the, the whole misconception of you just, again, you get panicked into doing something and the wrong thing. And we get emails from people like I did this and this, and this, is it right? And we just say, no, it was wrong. <laughs> so you now you got to go unwind all that stuff that you just did. And it's a real stressful kind of thing. So, um, but I think that is one piece. The other part, part that's difficult is that people don't understand that Medicare, the, the government health insurance is administered through social security and Medicare, those two entities together. They do not understand that I don't work for social security. I don't work for Medicare. So they're constantly trying to, you know, say, well, I have to do this with you guys, or I have to tell Medicare, I'm going to pick that Medicare plan. No, like, no, that's with us. <laughs> so it's just, you've got too many fingers in the pot and it just is the way it's going to be, but it's just a real big misconception or that, you know, Medicare is going to tell you what products you need. And so you don't get a penalty. Well, no, they're not. Cause they really don't care if you buy any products at the end of the day. So, so there's all that kind of stuff, but, um, the other piece, I guess I should mention too, is that there's a lot of money in the Medicare space. And you can tell these days because Fidelity, you know, it's a, a year ago, they dipped into it. Walmart is trying to get into it. Everyone's all into the healthcare, you know, Medicare, the aging of people, things like that. So the more they do, you know, the media, the mass hysteria, basically the Joe Namath stuff, it really causes people to do the wrong thing. So they make more money off of your mistakes. So you just got to slow down be careful. And I know it's very difficult to find somebody you can trust um, because I know the industry. Okay. So I'm not bashing my industry, but I am bashing my industry. So it can be very tough, but you got to peel back and, um, and, and just, you know, protect yourself a little bit. Mm, so important. And yes, I can um, vouch for the fact that in every industry, there's good and bad apples. Right. And so this is right. why, this is why I have you on so that everybody has access to a good apple and, um, right. we'll get to how to contact you um, near the end and it will be in the show notes too. But, but I think that it's just, it's really great to just have some basics down. Okay. So you've got, you've already talked about Medicare a and B a is no, no cost. B has a cost to it. B sometimes you're able to, um, to not elect to, to have, you can defer that right. Mm -hmm. Um, in some situations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Medigap and Medicare advantage. What are okay. those and when would they come into play? So when somebody goes to the government, they get their A and their B all set up. And this is a person, let's pretend that this person has marketplace coverage. So they have Obamacare, ACA, whatever you want to call it. You're spending 
$1,100 a month, whatever on your own, you turn 65 years old and now you need Medicare, want Medicare in that case. So what happens is we help that person to say, here, you know, go do this piece A and B with the government. When you get your Medicare number, let's talk about Medigap and Medicare Advantage plans. That's our role. So this is when we come back and we turn into insurance agents and help that person. Um, what happens with Medicare is, so again, remember that you've got your base insurance is just through the government and they're going to cover 80% of your health care. They're not going to cover 100%. So that's why people need to come and work with an agent to figure out how do I get myself to 100% financial protection based on lots of things, my budget, my health, my preferences for networks or non-wet networks, things like that. Um, that's where we come into play. So what happens is with A and B of Medicare, you've got your base built already. So that's your platform, right? So now we come and explain to them that you really have two paths you can pick at that point and only two paths, which is kind of nice. So you have two choices. And I just kind of say to somebody, so you tell me what you find more appealing to your world, right? Again, budget, um, your, your men, mental state, you know, what, what you like psychologically, things like that. You can stay with original Medicare. And this is one path. You stay with original Medicare A and B. You add something called a Medigap contract with me. Um, what Medigap does is it pays all your bills. That's really all you're buying it for. You're going to buy a contract that just says after you satisfy a $200 deductible, essentially you're going to, we're going to pick up all the bills for you. You can go to any doctor you want to go to in the country that takes Medicare. You can go to any facility that takes Medicare. Boom. At the end of the day, like I said, you're just buying this thing to pay your bills. Okay. So you pay a, you pay a flat charge every single month to an insurance company for them being obligated to pay your bills. Um, with that, you will add a drug plan. So we will do a standalone uh, drug component component that Claudia, you know, too, all too well with the, the background you have. Um, those can be a pain, but it is what it is. Pricing is pretty well set. It is what it is. So we give people drug plans and Medigap plans um, and that's it. So simply you've got a package of A and B with the government. You've got a Medigap contract with us and you've got a drug plan with us. So that's your, your core package. Um, it's flexible. It's, it's freedom but you got to be okay paying for that. And some people don't like paying premiums. Well, if you don't like paying premiums, you can look at something. It's an alternative to Medicare. And it's important to understand that even the governmental handbook, it says this is an alternative. It's a bundled approach or an alternative to Medicare. So when you enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan, you just have to really, really understand that you are no longer in the AB system of the government. You are with an insurance company. So if you pick, you know, the Florida blue, or if you pick Anthem or you pick United healthcare as your Medicare advantage plan, you will pay potentially zero per month, every month. But when you go to a doctor's, you might pay $30. You might pay $20. You might pay $50. You might go in for a procedure at $150. You might be in the hospital for three nights and get a bill for $900, things like that. So you're going to have a copay schedule. If you have chemo radiation, it's a higher coinsurance of 20%. So you have to be really careful and look at all the details of those plans. You have to make sure your doctors accept the plan, right? You have to make sure your medications are covered in the plan. So they can be a little challenging to find the perfect thing for everybody or for, for certain people. You know, if someone's got eight doctors, it's very difficult. It can be difficult to put all the pieces together to find the proper Medicare Advantage plan. So that's where you have to kind of weigh out 
what you're comfortable with. Um, Medicare Advantage just has more rules. They can have issues with, like you said, prior authorization. You mentioned that earlier, Claudia. Prior authorization, if you don't like that, that if that's not your mentality and in, in being told what to do potentially by an insurance company, then maybe Medicare Advantage isn't for you. With original Medicare and Medicap, you have the freedom to just do what you want to do, go where you want to go, go to MD Anderson, things like that. If you got sick um, and you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you cannot go to MD Anderson. So you got to be really careful with what you choose. And the reason we are so so phobic about making you understand what you're uh, choosing up front is because if someone comes and they pick Medicare Advantage because they're healthy and they don't go to the doctors at all, and this happens a lot, and then at 68 years old, all of a sudden they got a cancer diagnosis and it's breast cancer and they want to go to wherever they want to go, um, we cannot give them Medigap at that point, but they will come back to us because they heard on TV that you can just change your plans every year. So that's what they think. They can they assume that they can go get a really good coverage at that point. But at that point, they have pre-existing conditions. So we really, really try hard to transition people in the proper way to like, look, just think of yourself as your 75-year-old self, right? Or think of yourself as an 80-year-old. How do you want to be? Do you want to be told this or that? Again, can you afford it? Uh, not everybody can afford Medigap. Um, Florida is a little pricier, um, but it's, it's $150, $160 a month. Some people can't do that. Um, so you have to just, you have to be really careful of those two products. That's one of the, we did a survey recently and 60% of our customers, even after they came through the whole process with us, um, they still said that was the most challenging thing for them with Medicare was to understand the differences and how they really uh, worked Medigap and Medicare Advantage. So unfortunately we could go on for two hours with that, but we won't. <laughs> I love it. I think so far I, um, I'm even getting this a little bit better than I think I had before, but let me just clarify. So you've got the one path, which is maybe considered more traditional where you've got the AB Medigap to cover that covers the 20%. Is that like the supplement? Yes. Okay. It's a supplement. So Medigap is your supplement that covers the 20% that Medicare does not cover. And then you would get a, a part D for your, for your prescription coverage. That's sort of right. like the traditional, or you can go the Medicare advantage, which is, which is I'm envisioning it as kind of like, um, commercial insurance meets mm -hmm. Medicare, um, mm -hmm. kind of a hybrid situation, but mm -hmm. you don't have the same traditional path as the A, A, B, D and gap. Right. And how it's funded. So a lot of people don't understand this. So Medicare, the reason it can be zero is because the federal government is offloading the risk. So they're not paying 80% of your knee replacement any longer. They're shifting that over to the Medicare Advantage plan. So they're paying the carriers 12, 13, $1,400 a month. They pay a flat fee to manage Nancy's care. And, and that's where you get into rules. That's why you have rules, restrictions, things like that, because the carrier you know, they want you enrolled in the plan, but do they really want to let their money go? <laughs> right. Mm. So that's why you can have maybe denied claims, things like that. So you just have to, you got to be really in the mindset of you're okay with that. Cause, but that's what you're getting for zero. Again, the big thing is that those are zero, those can be zero premiums. They're not all zero, but there's many, many, many plans that are zero. So that's what you get for free. And it's okay. If you accept free in that case that, you know, mm -hmm. You can't always get what you want down the road when something changes. So you got to be careful. Right. It looks, it, it may be actually too good to be true in some cases. If yeah. you down the road, like you mentioned, have a case where you need immediate acute care and mm -hmm. uh, for a condition that's now preexisting and you can't go back to traditional nope. Medicare. Okay. I think I got it. Mm -hmm. See, we're, we're just breaking good this job. down. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's really not that hard. Star. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's like, it's really, it's not that hard. Right. Okay. Yes.
No, it's good it's because you're breaking it down. I, it, I think it does feel overwhelming for a lot of people. And yes. um, so, okay, this is good. All right, let's talk about what it looks like to work with you. You've talked about that in a lot of ways, but logistically, um, somebody comes to you. So talk about you do the 10 minute and then who pays you. So just f- from a logistic yeah. standpoint, what does it look like to work with you? Yeah, really good question. So, so think of us like your home and auto insurance people. Like when you pay your homeowner's bill, do you cut an extra check to your agent? No. So we're just like that. We are, we are paid by insurance carriers when we write the products. We do a lot of handholding through the A and the B part with the government. That's why people think we work for the government. We don't, but we get paid when somebody needs to buy a Medigap contract or they enroll in the Medicare Advantage plan and the drug plans too. So we, those are our core components and that's how we're paid. Um, what people don't really understand sometimes is that if they call a carrier directly, they sometimes think they're going to get a different price and they don't, they get the same exact price, but what they lose is an agent helping them that do anything. You know, I can guarantee if you called, you know, a carrier today, you're not going to find that person that enrolled you when you need them in six months, when you have a question, you're just not going to find it. So it really is important to find an agent. Um, that's one of the most important pieces, truly find somebody you're comfortable with. Um, we do everything over the phone, exclusively over the phone. We've got nine people, but I'm the only one um, in your state, Claudia, with licenses for uh, Florida per se. So I have Florida clients, but um, everything's over the phone. And if you're not a 65 year old that is comfortable with, with, you know, electronic documents and over the phone and emails and, and things like that, then it, it's not a good fit. If you need someone to come into your house and sit at your kitchen table. It's obviously not a good fit. Cause I, I'm not leaving. Well, I do go to Florida, but I'm not leaving Michigan routinely to go to Florida for, for appointments. Um, so that, that is how we work. Our industry really, really, um, we've always been like this for five years. We've always operated the same way, but, um, since COVID, the industry really did take over and really got everything, everything pretty electronic. So it certainly can be done. I laugh because this today's 65 year old, they've been on the internet for 25, 30 years almost now. So it's like, this is all, all doable. Um, but that's how we operate. That's how we get paid. Uh, we work with a lot of financial planners around the country and they just refer people to us. We do a lot of, um, I do a lot of webinars with the credit unions up here, um, and all over the place. So it's, it's, you know, um, just, just really kind of getting the word out about Medicare and, and just really time <laughs> trying to dumb it down and make it not be such a scary thing for people. So it works, you know, but we're not a fit for everybody for sure. I love it. And I think it's fantastic that you're just upfront about it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not flying down to Florida, but I am licensed And I, Hey, I view my brother-in-law is in physically in Washington and he did our homeowner's insurance because he is licensed in Florida and there is nothing wrong with that. And I, I just want to encourage people to consider, you know, if you feel comfortable with a specific person that they don't necessarily need feet on the ground and they can still help you. And so, um, really, really great. Okay. I love all of it. I think it's fantastic that you all are this knowledgeable and you niche only to Medicare, which is already yes. very unique. Um, yes. and so people know that they are in good hands and if anybody's got the answers, it's going to be you guys. And mm-hmm. so I love that. How do people find you? Our website is probably our best way. It's, um, www.g, the letter G Medicare team.com, or they can call two, four, eight, eight, seven, one, seven, seven, five, six, and uh, Jackie and Jesse kind of is our service team. They answer routinely. And then they, uh, what we do is a lot of preset appointments on the calendar. So every day I wake up to, you know, got a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock. So that's how you would, if you go to our main website, you can schedule a free call. Um, and I do encourage people that if you know, you need Medicare, absolutely get on our calendar. Um, we can't do the free coaching for the government piece. We can't do, you know, if you've got a retiree program, we're not a good fit because we can't, 
do that for people. You just have to go to your retiree office and ask them how to get on the, their plan. So many people will hear me talking and they're just like, well, I want you to help with my retiree plan from the school teachers of Virginia. And I'm like, I can't, we don't administer the plan. I can't answer a question. I can't do anything. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's kind of cute. It's just, just because I think because we focus on this and, you know, we do try and help people a lot. We just, there's only so much we can do too, but I think people really just want that helping hand in Medicare years. Um, but there's just certain things we can't help with. So I'm sorry if we can't help you. We just can't. <laughs> I love it though, because they can, they can go to your website. They can either learn more or, yes. and, or schedule the 10 minute free call and, and find out if right. um, there, this is the time they need to be looking into things. If this is too soon, you'll tell them when to look into it. And um, so where, where else can we get, you know, 10 minutes of amazing, you know, contact with somebody who is knowledgeable. So I love right. it. Yeah. And go to our, you can email anytime too. There's an info at gmedicareteam.com uh, email address that, that I answer those emails. I'm happy to answer those at night. Um, our YouTube channel. So Cameron made our YouTube channel. It's phenomenal. We get so many people coming on that are just, you know, oh my gosh, I've watched three videos. I know what I want. I just have these five questions. Fantastic. So there's a really good core base. Even if you don't work with us, that's totally great. And that's wonderful. Go to YouTube and learn and compare that to other people. Maybe you're seeing on YouTube. There's a lot of good um, Medicare material on YouTube. Just like you said, Claudia, Medicare.gov is a very tough place for you to learn Medicare because it's more of a resource for people like she and I to get an answer. It's not, it's not to go learn it. Unless you know what you're looking for, it's very difficult to get an answer from Medicare.gov. So therefore, if you go to the YouTube channel, we've got it broken down by, you know, hey, if you're enrolling at 65, do this. If you're, you know, 60, it's just all on YouTube. So really go to YouTube first. And we're starting, I was telling Claudia before we started this, that we're starting our podcast um, up again, we, we did them in the past. Um, they're now they're going to be really focused on giving you good content and good answers. Our first one's going to be about the annual election period. You know, what do you need to do? What should you do? What shouldn't you do? Things like that. So, um, we're trying to be more targeted in our messaging and our help so we can get to more of you, but again, you feel free to use all of our free content and take it to your advisors or your, to your, um, insurance people. We don't care. It's just, it's time to get some good information out there about Medicare. I love it. I love it. I love that there's amazing people like you in the space, um, in spaces that I have a very defined weakness in, and I know that I can put people in good hands when they yeah. need help with this. And so I appreciate all of the work that you're doing. And I love that it's a, a family business and that Super you're Italian. Fun. So we're just supposed yes. to have been friends. Yes. Uh, fantastic. I will include all the links in the show Thanks. notes. Thank you so much, Joanne. I so appreciated this conversation. Thanks a bunch, Claudia. Thank you for coming on Joanne and sharing all of this amazing and simplified information with my audience and me, because as I already mentioned, the insurance piece is not one that I would say is my strength or that one that I work on routinely. So I love that there are people who do and that I can feel confident will take care of my clients and even my friends and family. So I hope that you have all found this valuable as well. You can go to the links that I've put in the show notes to learn more about her practice and her brokerage and all of the amazing information she's got on YouTube. So have an amazing couple weeks and I'll see you here again very soon.